Hello, welcome. I'm your host, Evan Brand. If you're new here, I'm a functional medicine practitioner and nutritional therapist operating worldwide via phone and Skype consultations. I help people around the world get to the root cause of their health symptoms, whether it's autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's, anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, Lyme disease, bacterial overgrowth, parasitic infections, yeast overgrowth, brain fog, uh, sleep problems, insomnia, you know, you name it. Functional medicine, specifically the strategies I'm implementing with my clients are helping people in all different avenues of health. That's why I love what I do. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to help thousands of people per year. If you'd like to consult with me, you can visit my site, Evan Brand, E-V-A-N, Brand, like brand name, B-R-A-N-D, evanbrand.com. You can also schedule a 15-minute free call with my new client coordinator, and she can chat with you about your health symptoms, your health goals, make sure you're a good fit for care. Now, let's get straight into the show with Peter here. He's an inventor who created an awesome countertop reverse osmosis system for water filtration. I can't wait to share this episode with you. Without further ado, let's introduce you to Peter. Enjoy. All right, I've got Peter Spiegel here. Peter, welcome. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I was telling you off air, Mark Hyman, he spoke to me about the AquaTrue system, which is the water filtration system that you've invented. I've been using it upstairs in my office, as I told you, which is great. I have the Berkey downstairs, which I told you about as well, which I use for cooking and, and all of that. But now I'm almost getting addicted to how clean and how delicious this water tastes coming from your system. So first, I want to say thank you to your staff and your team and yourself for sending me one of these things to use in my house. And also, I look forward to diving into talking about all the contaminants out there. I want to kind of lay the groundwork for people first about what all are we up against because a lot of people, especially in California too, for example, where people are in San Francisco, they say, oh, our water is so clean. It comes from Hetch Hetchy. It's the cleanest water on earth. We don't need to, we don't need to worry about filtering. You know, a lot of people try to just poo-poo filtering, but for me, it's just a no-brainer. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Evan. And first of all, you know, Dr. Hyman has been a great... Um, a friend of AquaTrue, uh, he, you know, it's the water purifier that he recommends, and we hold him in uh, in very uh, high esteem. So, uh, we, you know, we appreciate his efforts on our behalf, uh, and all the people who have uh, been so supportive of AquaTrue. And I'm glad to have a chance to talk to you. Uh, in my opinion, uh, and and not just and and my opinion reflects um, senior former inspectors uh, at the EPA itself, uh, and that is no American should be drinking tap water. And, uh, and uh, there's, there's really, uh, in my opinion, no tap water that's safe to drink in, in the United States. Right. I agree. So what all's in there? I mean, I've read some reports myself, but I want to hear it from the guy who's in the trenches more than me in terms of water. What all are we up against? Parasites, bacteria, I mean, pharmaceuticals, like give us the rundown here. Yeah, I think the one thing that we actually are fairly safe from in America, if you're drinking municipal water, uh, you know, is parasites. Uh, pretty much all the water in America is heavy, heavily chlorinated, and chlorination does a good job of uh, killing off uh, you know, biological contaminants like bacteria and viruses and parasites. So, 
Uh, fortunately, that's the one thing we don't have to worry about, whereas in developing countries, that can be a very life-threatening problem. But the, the problem that we have here in America is that uh, our municipal water is woefully unregulated. And, and what I mean by that is about 25 years ago, the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, working with environmental scientists, put a list together of contaminants that are known to be in our municipal tap water system. And on that list was 7,500 chemicals. That number is just staggering, 7,500 chemicals. And so then what they did is they distilled that list down to 600 chemicals that they considered to be most worrisome. Most worrisome means that they're the most dangerous, they're the most likely to be found, and chemicals that they really needed to investigate further. So that was 25 years ago. Since that time, not a single additional chemical in, in our water has been um, added to the controlled list by the EPA. Every time one gets teed up, special interest groups from industry find a way to slow it down, block it. So our municipal water is woefully unregulated. And if, it's, if, if there is no regulation causing municipalities to even look for those chemicals, you can be fairly confident that one or more of those chemicals is actually uh, in your water. On top of that, and I don't mean to just keep going on and on, among the you know, slightly less that, than 100 chemicals that are regulated by the EPA, there is very little testing, very little enforcement. When chemicals are found to exceed the regulations, there's no intervention, no remedial actions taken. And so you're really on your own when you turn on the tap and drink a glass of water. There's nobody watching out for your health or the health of your family. Agreed. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the issue with the chemicals is that even if they're in trace amounts, whether we're talking about glyphosate, which we now know even in parts per billion can kill beneficial bacteria, but even if we're not saying glyphosate, let's just talk about the hundreds and hundreds of others. In parts per billion amounts, they can still affect you, but really it's the synergistic effect that when these things are combined together, that's when we really get in trouble. When you've got a hundred chemicals that are in trace amounts, but they're mixed with 99 other chemicals. Is that right? Well, I think, yes, I certainly agree with you. A cocktail of cancer-causing chemicals is certainly worse than a single cancer-causing chemical. But the problem is, is that many of these, although they're measured in parts per billion, there are measurable amounts in quantities which science has already shown increases the incidence of a wide variety of cancers. Let's just pick one chemical, which people may be familiar with from the Erin Brockovich um, expose, which is this chromium-6 or hexavalent chromium. 
the Environmental Working Group, which your listeners can go and look online. It's ewg.org. It's a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to reducing uh, toxic chemicals in our environment, both in our water and our food and even cosmetics that people use on their skin. Uh, They recently published a report that this chromium-6 has now been found in almost 70% of all the municipal water supplies in America in levels that are known to uh, increase the incidence of cancer. That means two out of three of us, if we drink tap water, we're getting a dose of chromium-6, which is known to increase the incidence of cancer. That alone is a good enough reason for me to make sure that I want to drink uh, uh, not just filtered water, but water that has been filtered by a system that has been shown in independent laboratory tests to remove chromium-6, not just one time, but over the entire life of the filters, the designated life of the filters. Right, right. Yeah, and I was looking at the report. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. You've got the xylenes, you've got atrazines, which we talk about how terrible atrazine is. You've got the 2,4-D, which we talk a lot about. I mean, you've got the ethyl benzenes, which I see on people's lab results. I mean, it'd be interesting to take some of the people that have come to you. I'm sure you get sick people that say, I'm looking for a clean water solution and they come to you it'd be so interesting to run some of the people's labs that come to you because i run urine testing that measures a lot of these chemicals that this stuff is removing like the ethyl benzene and some of the gasoline additives i see that stuff on a weekly basis the xylenes as well the fluorides the leads i mean that's great now so you don't even really market it as a fluoride filter but it looks like you're still removing over 90 percent of the fluoride in yeah. there Yeah, fluoride is a very, very um, difficult uh, chemical to remove. Uh, And and it's funny because fluoride is something that municipalities are actually uh, adding to our water systems. It's not something that's usually found in the quantity uh, that we have it in in tap water naturally. Uh, And uh, the fluoride that's being added by municipalities is actually a waste product um, of the petroleum industry. And I think the only reason it's still being added to water is because of special interest groups that are making money off of the sale of fluoride. Uh, The EPA did just recently, you know, cut the um, permitted amount of fluoride to be added to municipal water in half because they said that the former amount was unsafe. So it's, uh, we've all been drinking an unsafe amount of fluoride for the last 20 or 30 years or longer. Uh, and now suddenly the uh, FDA and the EPA have determined that that amount is unsafe. So can we really feel confident that this amount is safe? And I think most people would agree that any amount of added fluoride is an unsafe amount. You know, originally fluoride was added um, to prevent uh, dental caries, especially in children. Uh, Most people may not realize that 
the only benefit of fluoride is when it comes in direct contact with the teeth, not when it's taken systemically. And now that um, almost all the mass market toothpaste have fluoride in it, which you actually put in contact with your teeth and then you rinse it and spit it out, uh, we really don't need to have added um, this added chemical drug, unregulated chemical drug added to our water. It's, it's just silly. Right. It is crazy. It is. Yeah. And are you part of like the fluoride action network? Like is your company, are you guys integrated with them at all? Like trying to get fluoride out and banned? I talk with the local companies here, the Louisville water company, and they said they bring the stuff in by the dump truck load and pour it in right before it comes out to the tap. They bring a dump truck in, pour it in, stir it up and then, Oh, it's ready. No, we haven't, as a company, you know, we're a fairly new company and we've been focused on on making the best possible water purifier that we can and also getting it certified by an independent laboratory to NSF standards. And we haven't gotten involved in any political action groups up to this time. I hear you. No problem. All right, so let's do some shaming together with these other companies. There's a lot of stuff out there that there's a lot of claims. There's a lot of people. One of the questions on my intake form for all of my new clients is what type of water are you drinking? And if you are drinking filtered water, what type of filter? And so many people are still using the Brita, which is just, if you don't know it, people, it's like 20 bucks. It's a tiny little plastic, uh, like a pitcher. You put it on your countertop, you pour water in it, and as they claim, our pitcher removes everything. And then you're like, well, what's everything? And then you look at it, and it basically removes nothing. So can you just kind of talk about the downfalls of some of these very conventional and very easily accessible Walmart, Target brand water filters? Sure. I mean, why don't we start with Brita since uh, that's such a popular uh, product for many people. And Brita was designed uh, to make water taste better, uh, uh, not safer to drink. And if you look at their independent testing uh, to the NSF standards, they're only certified to remove, I think it's five, five uh, chemicals. And, and it's really chlorine and other things that make water you know, look, or, look bad or taste bad. Um, and, you know, so Brita is not a uh, solution for creating, you know, healthy, chemical-free free, uh, water. And anybody who's using a Brita for that purpose, um, uh, you know, is just um, misinformed. Let's go to the other ones. You've got Zero Water. You've got Pure, the P-U-R brand. I mean, basically, I guess we could just categorize all of these as a water filtration pitcher. In general, if we can lump all these together, you're basically not going to remove much of anything except, like you said, things that are going to change a little bit of taste difference, maybe a little bit of clarity difference. Is that right? Yeah, you know, they work. um, I mean, it's worth uh, educating uh, customers about what's out there. So, you know, the um, Brita pitcher is uh, it's activated carbon. But it's a very, it's the least effective form of activated carbon. It's, you can imagine that uh, the carbon in a Brita pitcher is kind of like coffee grounds in texture. And, and the reason they're using this kind of ground up coffee ground type carbon 
is because it's gravity fed. And if they put a tight block of carbon in there, which is much more effective, it would, you know, take forever for the water to filter through. So, you know, water is pretty intelligent and it doesn't want to be trapped. And so rather than, you know, go through those little particles of carbon, it really finds its way around them. And that's why Brita is not very effective. Uh, you know, zero water has a small amount of that same type of activated carbon. And it also has another material, which is called ion exchange resin. And it's this ion exchange resin uh, that lets um, uh, the zero water pitcher make the claim that it removes lead. The problem is, if you look at the filter life of a zero water pitcher, it's only, I think, uh, certified for, uh, excuse me if I get this wrong, but it's somewhere, I think it's around 11 gallons. It may be 10 or it may be 12. And, and that's not very much water. And if you replace your zero water filters on the interval that you need to to make a reasonable amount of drinking water, you're literally going to spend thousands of dollars a year on the replacement filters. And they're only certified, again, to, re to remove about five or nine contaminants. So, you know, not only is it not very effective at removing a lot of harmful contaminants, but uh, the filter life is, is very short. And, and those are the two um, bigger brands of pitcher water filters, and they used slightly different technologies. Right, right. Got it. Okay. And then let's move on to some of these others here. So you've got uh, like your refrigerator filters. A lot of people put a lot of faith in their fridge water. I mean, is that doing well, anything? The, well, I think the first thing that you need to ask and look at uh, for any water purifier that you buy is you want to um, take a look at the, it's called the performance data sheet for the water purifier or the water filter. And this performance data sheet is a, um, an official document which is reviewed and issued by an independent laboratory that is certifying the water filter to this standard called the NSF standard. The NSF standard is the National, National Safety Foundation, and they have created a um, very um, specific group of tests uh, that can be used by independent laboratories to test to those standards. Right now, there's only three labs that test to that standard. One is NSF themselves. There's another one called WQA. And the third one is called IATMO. Uh, that's the laboratory that tested Aquatrue. So the first thing I would always ask about any water, water, water filter, water purifier, including a fridge filter is, um, show me your lab testing to independent uh, specific NSF specifications. As far as I know, there's not a single fridge filter that has any certification. So you really have no ability to just determine if it's doing anything for you. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. And then let me ask you about sourcing of the water. A lot of people talk about spring water. You've got the option of tap water. You've got some people that are collecting rainwater from their gutters. 
<laughs> I mean, is there a best solution for the starting, you know, the starting place for what water you put into the system? Like, would it taste any better if I started capturing r- rainwater and put it into the system? You know, we recommend um, with AquaTrue that you start with municipal water. With municipal water, as I mentioned at the beginning of our discussion, the one thing you can be confident of is that there is no bacterial contaminants in that water. In other words, there's no virus, bacteria, uh, no parasites. And so we recommend that you start with municipal water. And our certification um, requires us to make that recommendation. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, um, so the good no. thing is, though, your system, it can filter out parasites because I've, I've got tons of studies. I'll email you one just for your records, too. So that way, when you do interviews, you can start telling people that parasites are in the water because there's a there's a whole journal that I'll send you about all these different trials of USA water, United States water, and there's tons of parasites out there mainly Giardia, that's not getting filtered, and they're saying that it's actually getting more resistant to the chlorine as well. And so this is why even after treatment, even domestic water drinkers and people who aren't traveling outside the U.S. like me end up with parasites. Well, I mean, it's, you know what? I always am glad to speak with experts like yourself, and, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always receptive to learning new things, and this would be a great uh, new piece of information you know, to kind of have in our arsenal. So in terms of parasites, the reverse osmosis membrane, parasites and bacteria and viruses, they're actually fairly um, large particles uh, compared to the, you know, much smaller, almost atomic level uh, contaminants that AquaTrue can remove with its reverse osmosis membrane. So, you know, you should feel confident that if you're using AquaTrue, uh, if there's any biological contamination in your water, it will be removed. The, the reason that the laboratories don't like us to make that claim is there's a very, very small remote chance that it's possible that there could be a, you know, a tear or a crack over time in the RO membrane and uh, that you know, a parasite could, you know, get through there and potentially harm someone. Ah. Um, but uh, th- that's, that's the reason we, we are not allowed technically to make that claim. I got it. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll promote it for you, and I'll promote the, the reason I'm using it is for the protection against the bacteria and parasites. Because, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not 100% confident of where I picked up bugs, but... You know, I treat people every week with infections, and I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of parasites just over the last couple of years. And so many people that have not gone out of the U.S., and they're not doing anything that I would consider parasite-inducing. So I guarantee there's more out there than we, than we suspect. So when I, when I talk about it, I'll, I'll give the extra, the extra plug to you guys and tell you, look, hey, this is why I'm using it, because I'm confident that the system that you guys have got put together here is going to be able to remove pretty much everything, including the main things I'm seeing, which is going to be the cryptosporidium. If people are listening, you're like, well, which ones? Probably crypto, which is what I had, and Giardia, which is also what I had. Both of those parasites should, in best case scenario, should get removed by the RO component of this. If somebody has the misfortune of uh, having um, 
these pathogens? First of all, how do how do you detect them? Are you doing stool tests on your exactly your patient? Exactly. Yep. So it's a it's a at home stool test. It's called a GI map. We ought to run one on you. It'd be fun. But it's a at home one day one sample stool panel, and it's a DNA PCR based test. So compared to like your conventional doc stool test, it's about a thousand times more sensitive, and we're just looking for the DNA of those things. I see. And then what, if you detect them in people, how do you treat it? Yeah, I only use herbs. Now, I'm not a medical doc, so I can't prescribe drugs, and I wouldn't even if I was a medical doc because drugs aren't necessary. Now, there's a lot of people out there that try to claim you can't get rid of bugs using herbs and you have to use pharmaceuticals, which is just not true. So I use a combination. I've got several custom formulas, but long story short, garlic, oregano oil, berberine, bearberry, barberry, black walnut, wormwood. Those are a few of the most common ones. And basically six to eight weeks is all it takes to create a protocol. And I just design a protocol depending on what we're up against. So for myself, I had cryptosporidium, I had giardia, but I also had candida and a lot of bacterial infections too. So my protocol was much more heavy hitting. I used probably 15 or 20 herbs in combination. And then after six or eight weeks, you take a couple weeks off because sometimes these parasites, when you start trying to kill them, they'll swim up into your gallbladder and they'll hide out. So I typically use a gallbladder supplement too to flush them out. And then I eventually retest and sometimes you actually find new infections, which is interesting because when you start using the herbs, you're getting these bugs that have been burrowed so deep in the intestinal wall that you retest somebody, you clear the original infection, but a new one shows up. So then you come in with round two, and then usually by round two, you've got you've gotten everything you know removed, and then I just push, push, push. Hey, look, you've got to get a good water filtration system. Take your digestive enzymes. If you're eating at a restaurant, you could get exposed there. And then usually the risk goes way down. Yeah, no, it's very interesting to me. I've traveled all over the world, including remote villages in India over 30 times. And so uh, it it may very well be that I have some unwelcome friends who are uh, sharing my ecosystem. Hey, uh, I I would love to get you tested. If you want to chat for a minute off air about it, we can and uh, figure out what's going on. It'd be a fun testimonial. All right. Hey. Um, Evan, that'd be that'd be uh, very interesting. You know, one another question I have for you is, if people have um, other type of contamination, like you were mentioning, that you detect in their blood, do you have to do a detox, or is just drinking pure water over a period of time enough for them to flush themselves out and and restore a clean and healthy? Uh, uh, Biosystem. Yeah, great, great question. So uh, I'm using it's a urine test. Now there are blood tests you can do for mainly heavy metals, cadmium, arsenic, lead, etc. But mainly what I'm using is a urine test, and it's from a company called Great Plains. There's a podcast I did with a guy called Dr. William Shaw. He's the the inventor of the laboratory. But it's a first morning urine sample. So you wake up, you pee in a cup, and I actually ran my own results, and I showed up with insecticides. I showed up with some pesticide residues. I showed up with all sorts of stuff. And yes, you can naturally start to get some of the stuff down by reducing your risk, such as going organic, using a high-quality water filtration system. But can you ultimately detox all of it? No, you definitely can. I mean, I've seen people who they were using a high-quality RO system or something similar for 20 years. They were eating organic for 20 years. But let's say they lived on a farm that sprayed a lot of glyphosate when they were a kid. They've still got that stuff in their body. So basically kind of my approach is I don't 
push people into detox right away because typically they get sick. But what I'll do is I'll help their adrenal glands first. So we'll work on hormones. Then we'll work on the gut, make sure there's no parasites or bacteria because that stuff's going to cause leaky gut. I know you've heard of leaky gut. And if you've got a leaky gut, if you do a detox, you're just going to push that stuff into the bloodstream and make yourself feel worse. So I typically wait until we've done with the gut healing phase. And then at the very, very, very end of working with a client, we'll talk about detox. And that could be a combination of things. It could be something as simple as milk thistle. I've got a formula I've created called liver synergy. It's a combination of N-acetylcysteine, milk thistle, and a few other, um, a few mushrooms, reishi and cordyceps mushroom. That's a great, great formula. But then what I do is I try to combine it with something else like dry brushing or the best is sweating. So infrared saunas, especially either a far infrared or a full spectrum infrared sauna, that's the number one way to get stuff out. And that's why after I got my lab results back, I bought a sauna and I just started going really, really hard with it and using liver herbs because I had an insecticide on there that was a known carcinogen and I was about 20 times higher than the safe limit. Wow. Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, I think uh, um, getting back to something that we talked about earlier, um, and I didn't really go full circle on this, which is, you know, the EPA themselves has um, said 25 years ago that there were up to 7,500 contaminants in our tap water. And I think it's obvious it's, always, it's going to be impossible for anybody to test, you know, for all of those things. And, and that's why I feel it's so important for people to use what I call a full spectrum water purifier. And, uh, and what that means is you should feel comfortable that pretty much whatever is in your water, whatever it might be, that you're using a system that's going to remove it, right? You, you should just be able to uh, set it and forget it and know that you have uh, safe water coming out of your water purifier. And, and that's what we tried to accomplish with AquaTrue. Well, so here, here's the deal. I want to give a couple more pieces of information for people about the insanity that is the water industry the amount of plastic in the ocean is right. to such a freaking level now i just saw a new piece of research that i put on my twitter account the other day that all the sea salt that you're buying is contaminated with micro particles of plastic so whether it was it was your let me see let me pull it up here that way i'm actually stating correctly here all right, so it was U.S., Europe, and China. So basically everywhere that sea salt is coming from, you're basically getting microparticles of plastic in your sea salt. Yeah, there was, a, there was an article that um, was just widely disseminated um, in all the media in the United States and also around the world. And, and this is an alarming fact that 83% of the world's tap water, tap water, we're not just talking about seawater, but our tap water now, 83% now has been found to have little tiny microplastic fibers in it. And, uh, and the alarming thing about these plastic fibers is that these fibers actually store 
uh, these chemical contaminants. They're like concentrators for chemical contaminants. And then when you drink it and it gets into your body and the plastic is digested, all these chemical cancer-causing agents are actually released back into your body. Right. So you're talking about you're talking about the phthalates and BPA, BPS, things like that. Yes. I know. I know. Yeah. So basically, this article I had posted it. It was from the Guardian. So if you just type in sea salt contaminated Guardian, you can probably find it. But basically, ninety five percent, which I bet it's probably higher. They probably didn't test the other five percent. Ninety five percent of the adult population in the U.S. has detectable levels of the plastic BPA, bisphenol A, in their urine. And so if you're consuming sea salt, and the sea salt has microparticles of plastic in there, as well as fish. I've read about fish having microparticles because they're eating it. You know, they're eating everything in the ocean. So depending on your fish source, that could be another source of the phthalates and the BPA, which I doubt this is new information to most people. But if it if it is new information, the phthalates and the BPA, these are going to disrupt your endocrine system. These are going to mimic estrogen. So when we look at the men in our society that are becoming women, um, not by choice, some of them by choice, but I'm talking about the ones that are becoming more feminine, not on their own. They are developing breast tissue and things like that. A lot of it has to do with the plastic. And then just to say one more thing too, Peter, I'm, I guarantee you saw it because you're in the trenches in this industry. The the articles about spring water coming out, how Arrowhead and a lot of these other companies that were buying where people are selling spring water, it's not even spring water. Polar Springs, they basically didn't even find a drop of spring water in the water. I don't know how they tested that, but but it makes sense. Can you speak on it a bit? Yeah, before we move on, I just want to wrap up this plastic issue. Um, another great uh, place for your listeners to uh, Google is uh, just Time Magazine, and the title of the article is Plastic Fibers Are Found in 83% of the World's Tap Water. So uh, between the uh, particles in the sea salt and the particles in our own tap water, we're really getting a very unhealthy dose of, uh, of plastic. And now let's move on to Poland Spring. And, uh, uh, you know, hold, hold on one second. I'm no sorry. Problem. So talking about this Poland Spring issue, uh, uh, let me say one more thing. I I forgot to say this. I think we do need to hit on some of the the statistics about the use of plastic. I mean, I try to get as many people away from plastic for the health reasons, but also the environmental reasons. So when I was kind of researching before the show, in the world, the purchasing of plastic water bottles is at a rate of 1 million bottles per minute. That's 1 million with an M as in Mary. 1 million bottles per minute is how much plastic water bottles we're buying. And it's expected to go, it's expected to jump another 20% in the next five years. So that's the equivalent of 20,000 bottles of plastic being purchased. There were more than 480 billion with a B plastic drinking water bottles sold in 2016. 480 billion plastic water bottles. That That's just, you can't even comprehend it. And if you just Google, let's see, what's the word? I believe they're just calling it 
the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, or if you just type in like, right. plastic garbage yeah. patch. I mean, I I honestly can't even stomach looking at some of the pictures of the plastic accumulation that's happening around the planet. Yeah, well, um, bottled, you know, water in plastic bottles uh, uh, is not good for the environment, right? There's just nothing good about it, right? The plastic is made from uh, petroleum. Uh, when the bottles are made, uh, it's polluting the environment. When you uh, when you fill water and put it in plastic bottles, then you're going to ship it um, all over, you know, the country. So now you're uh, putting diesel fuel or gasoline fumes, you know, into the environment to ship the plastic bottles. Then in the United States. Um, a very, very small percentage of the bottles are actually uh, recycled. 40 or 50 billion bottles a year go into landfills. Another uh, 20 billion bottles, just I'm talking just from the United States, go into our uh, public waterways. So uh, it, it's just a uh, incredibly uh, shocking, uh, uh, harmful thing for the environment. Uh, and uh, and it's and then, you know, that water may sit on trucks in the hot sun, and then those chemicals from the plastic bottles can leach back into our water. It's just a lose lose situation for the consumer and the environment. I know, I know. So we were going to go down some other rabbit hole. What was it? Do you remember? Uh, oh, we were about to talk about Poland Spring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think this Poland Spring suit is, it, it, you know, there's a lawsuit that claims that Poland spring water is deceiving consumers that say that the bottle contains 100% natural spring water. Uh, uh, Poland spring is owned by Nestle waters. Uh, they are, they of course are uh, saying that they're not doing anything uh, wrong and that their water is really properly labeled as spring water. They're very technical, uh, federal and state statutes defining what spring water is. And I think this one will really have to wind its way uh, through the legal system uh, to, to find out, um, you know, what the truth is on this. I mean, one, one thing that we know is that uh, Nestle water uh, all over the country uh, is, is uh, using local laws to, uh, to, uh, drain our water tables of uh, water that really belongs to the local population, and then they bottle it and sell it. Um, and so I think if you dig into the whole um, kind of process and history of, of what Nestle's doing to create bottled water, it's a good um, choice not to uh, buy Nestle water regardless of the situation agreed agreed i i, I want to say there was a documentary a couple years ago about that maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong maybe it was just some like quick news article that i saw about nestle no, they were, they're, they're bullying people basically yeah no there was a documentary and you know while we're talking about bottled water i think most of your listeners already know that the majority of bottled water uh the big brands uh uh Dasani, which is owned by Coca-Cola, Aquafina, which is owned by Pepsi-Cola, and Pure Life, which is also owned by Nestle, uh, those three best-selling waters are simply uh, uh, municipal water 
that has been filtered through a multi-stage reverse osmosis water purifier system, which is actually the same type of system that we've miniaturized and put into AquaTrue. So if you're a fan of any of those brands, uh, I recommend that you, you know, purchase an AquaTrue, uh, save the environment from plastic waste, uh, stop uh, carrying uh, bottled water from the store to your car and driving it home or having it delivered, and make your own pure water at home with AquaTrue. Agreed. Well... It definitely, it definitely tastes much better. Yeah, so I found an article. It was the guy, the CEO at the time we're talking. It was Tim Brown, and basically they had took 700 million gallons of water from California, and he basically says he wants to increase bottling as much as possible. Now, that, now the drought I know has been, has been fixed a little bit. There's been some good snow and rains and such in California, but still, that's just nuts, and so... Uh, let's talk about your system a bit. And the first thing that, that I noticed was one, just the clear taste. And I want to get your professional take on what makes it taste so, so pure, because I've had many, 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 I'm kind of a water connoisseur. I've had many, many reverse osmosis systems before, but yours taste better. So can you just elaborate on what exactly kind of break down the stages for us, what exactly is happening at each stage, and then what the end product is like. Sure. So AquaTrue has a a uh, uh, four-stage water purification system. The first stage of AquaTrue is just a mechanical filter, a pre-filter, that removes any kind of sediment or larger particles. Uh, Then we have a... uh, carbon block filter, which you could say is similar to um, the kind of, uh, you know, this is our pre-filter, and so our pre-filter is similar to what you would have in a fridge filter. Uh, Then we have our reverse osmosis membrane, which is designed to remove uh, inorganic chemicals uh, from the water. And then I think the kind of real secret sauce of AquaTrue is the final filter, which is a a VOC carbon block filter. And the reason I say it's the secret sauce is that many RO systems, including under the sink RO systems, have a final uh, charcoal block filter, um, but it's not a VOC quality filter, which is much, much more expensive and, and and, uh, and very few of them are certified to remove volatile organic chemicals. Uh, it's a, testing is very, very expensive, and it's also very difficult uh, to pass. And so I think it's the fact that every stage along our purification system, we're using the best quality, highest filter, highest standard filter that we can purchase, and we don't cut corners anywhere. And then when you put that all together, you wind up having a system that actually is definitively better than most under-the-sink water purifiers. Got it. Got it. Okay. Now, what's the mineral content? I mean, I know a lot of people, they poo-poo RO filters because you remove minerals. I mean, have you actually been able to detect how many minerals are left? Is it necessary to add in? extra minerals? 
Well, uh, this is a matter of, uh, we believe this is a matter of personal preference. And um, as humans, we get very little of our minerals uh, from our water. Rainwater, which is nature's original water, is zero TDS or basically zero mineral water. And people have been drinking uh, rainwater from millennials without any uh, ill health. But if people prefer to have mineral water, then uh, they can add some Celtic sea salt. Uh, they can, um, uh, we sell a product called Perfect Minerals, which is uh, concentrated minerals from the Great Salt Lake with lots of trace minerals. So we feel it's a matter of preference. And the mineral content of your own water, it depends to some degree on what the level of minerals were in your water uh, to start with. So if you have very, very high TDS water, there'll be more minerals left uh, after uh, in your filtered water. If you have low TDS water, uh, you'll have a lower content. Okay. So it's a range. It, it, it runs generally from about 15 to 30 TDS. Got it. Got it. Okay. I mean, I personally, I like the taste. Now I have many, many different trace mineral options to add in, but I personally like the taste without it. I mean, I tend to just heavily salt my foods and use high quality salts and get my minerals that way. So I think if someone listening, if you're concerned about the issue of minerals in the water, I, I kind of agree with you. I've shifted my, my mindset. I used to think, oh, you have to have minerals in the water. But really, if you're eating high quality foods and you're getting your minerals that way, you're really going to be fine. I don't think you're going to be necessarily deficient if you're if you have a, a good diet and you are using supplemental sources and other methods besides directly in your water. Yeah, the 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 minerals in Aquatrue water is just about identical to what you'll find in Aquafina, Dasani, or Pure Life water. Uh, they standardize their water to between twenty and thirty uh, TDS. Got it. Got it. Okay. Awesome. Is there any questions I didn't ask you that I should have asked you any pieces of the puzzle we should have mentioned and we didn't? No, I think, uh, you know, you could just, we could keep talking about the problems with contamination in our water and the individual chemicals in our water. Um, you know, regretfully, we could have this conversation go on for a long period of time. And like I said earlier, the most important thing you want is you want to feel safe when you're drinking water, and AquaTrue is the best solution that I know of to make really safe water very conveniently and easily at home, and I really thank you for the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, totally, totally my pleasure, and you know, Peter has not paid me to to promote this product. I mean, this is something I sought out on my own. You guys think, oh, what what's going on behind the scenes? Look, I, I sought out Peter myself. They did not ask to do this show. I asked them. I said, look, I love this system. I love the water. Please let me chat with the guy who created this thing so I can figure out how to spread this to more people. I'm always looking for more tools to optimize the health of myself, but also you guys listening. And so this is the best thing that I found. The one, Just to talk about the logistics for a brief second here, basically what, what I do I've got it in my office. It sits on a little small end table. I go into the other room. I fill up the tank in the back. I turn. I put it on top of the system. I turn it on. You can kind of watch it cycle through 
all the different filters that are on here, which is kind of fun to watch. It's kind of mesmerizing. And then about 10 minutes, give or take later, you've got a full clean tank in the front and then you press the little button and it pours it directly into your cup or your pitcher or your mug or whatever you need to do. And you've got clean water. Now, the lifespan, we're looking at about a year, give or take. I know these filters have different lifespans because there's multiple filters on here can you walk us through that a bit sure yeah evan i think um, first of all thank you for bringing that up i i think one thing that we didn't mention that i didn't mention is uh, the really unique feature of aquatrue is that it's the first and only multi-stage reverse osmosis water purifier that works right out of the box so you without any installation or plumbing so you know it comes delivered to your home you take it out of the box. It takes maybe five minutes to set up to uh, screw in all the different filters. And um, you uh, run four tank, tank fulls of water through it just to uh, make sure that all the particles uh, from the activated carbon filters uh, get flushed out and then it's ready to go. Uh, and, uh, and the other thing that's truly unique about AquaTrue is most people don't know if they install a reverse osmosis water purifier under their sink, which is a good solution for getting clean water. Those systems actually waste 90% of the water. You don't know because you can't see it, but they're very, very inefficient. AquaTrue is very efficient. There's only a small amount of water which you discard uh, after you filtered um, your purified water. And that keeps the filters clean and allows them to have a longer a life. So to answer your question, the pre-filter gets replaced every six months. And the replacement cost, because I'm sure people are interested, is $19.95. The VOC filter gets replaced once a year, and the replacement cost is $29.95. And then the RO membrane gets replaced every two years, and the cost of that is $49.95. And we've intentionally tried to keep the cost of the replacement filters at a reasonable price so that it's an affordable system for people to use. Perfect. So much less than 100 bucks, and you're going to have years and years and years of literally the most pure water that you can get. I mean, that that's a that's a great situation. Now, a cool deal that Mark was offering to his people and that you were able to offer to my listeners as well, which I'm super grateful for, is a discount on this system. So people, you'll just be able to use the link evanbrand.com slash clean water. There's no spaces. So evanbrand.com slash clean water. And you're going to be able to get hundred bucks off this system so that makes it currently and i don't know maybe the prices will change but at the time we're talking you're getting a hundred bucks off which makes it 249 normal That's price exactly right normal price 350 if you use my link you get it for 250 and i don't know how long that price will last but that is a massive 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 discount and peter that means a lot so i sincerely appreciate you being able to do that for us Sure. Well, Evan, it's our pleasure. You know, we we want to spread the word about AquaTrue. Uh, it's uh, people like yourself that are helping to uh, educate the public about the dangers of our tap water, and and uh, so we're grateful to uh, 
to get the message out and to extend uh, this discount uh, to people who are your listeners. So thank you. Sure. One last thing I want to mention. When I got the system, I was like, man, I hate that there's plastic containers for the water. But then luckily I was able to read more on your website and find that there actually is a special type of plastic that is used in the same system like the Nutribullet and and the Vitamix, which I'm a huge proponent of the Vitamix. And it had independent and third-party testing. It's called Triton Plastic, which is what you guys use. There's absolutely zero, 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 no BPA, and more importantly, no BPS. So there's no estrogenic activity at all. And then, like you mentioned here, if you prefer to avoid all plastics, then as soon as you're done filtering it, just put it into a glass pitcher, which is what I do. Uh, But if you wanted to, you could technically let the water sit in the holding tank and act as your reservoir for water. Yeah, that's correct. We're using this Triton plastic, and it's extremely expensive, but we are sparing no expense uh, to uh, make AquaTrue the best uh, product that we possibly can. And uh, like like you mentioned, uh, you know, as soon as the filtration process is done, uh, you can pour it into a glass pitcher and store it in your fridge or keep it at room temperature, whatever your preference is. Yeah. So if you're if you're kind of a, a freak like me, then just pour it out into glass immediately. And I mean, it's the equivalent of you making a smoothie in your Vitamix and then you put it into something right after, you know, but but you don't have to worry. You don't have to be worrisome but if you're just like me and you're just obsessed with using glass and stainless steel and such then just pour it out no big deal and use the filter for for what you need to use it for well Peter- yeah we respect we respect everybody's personal preferences uh, we would have loved to have made aqua out of glass it's just technically impossible and so we did the best possible thing that we can do for our customers and make it out of this Triton material. Right, I know. I mean, and I think about that all the time. Logistically, you guys shipping these things across the planet, I feel like you'd get yourself in a customer <laughs> service nightmare to be shipping glass. Yeah, I'm sure we would. Um, and, uh, you know, our customers are very particular. And uh, so the last thing we would want to do is uh, deliver a damaged uh, AquaTrue to our customer. And if there are any questions, other questions uh, that uh, your listeners might have when they use your special link, Evan, uh, it will take them to a special iteration of the AquaTrue website that we just set up for your listeners. But they can click on the FAQs and uh, we've got a long list of questions that people have asked about AquaTrue, and, and the answers uh, are all listed there. Perfect, perfect. Well, thanks again, Peter, for your time, and thank you so much for the system. I'm very grateful that something like this exists because it's stressful when you're seeing the news, you're seeing the reports. It's like, how do you not have fear about water, the most important resource on the planet? Well, now I found it. So thanks again, and we really appreciate you and your expertise and your time. And I'll email you this link because I know you technically can't say this, but there's tons of parasites in the USA's tap water. So I'm going to send you this link, and maybe you can uh, sneakily promote the fact that you're going to be able to get rid of that stuff. (laughs) All right. Well, Evan, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, I've I've learned something new, and I'm grateful for that. All right. Well, take care. Okay. Take care now. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Peter. 
if you want to get the AquaTrue system for yourself, like I mentioned, they're doing some crazy discount. What is it? I think it's like a hundred bucks off. So you can use my link, which is evanbrand.com and then forward slash clean water. No spaces, evanbrand.com slash clean water. Type that in. That should redirect you to the website. If not, email us or contact AquaTrue directly. They're expecting you to access that link. So if you have trouble, they're already going to know about the situation. Just tell them, hey, Evan sent me. I'm wanting to get the water system if you do want to get one. And they'll make sure to hook you up, give you the discount. In the meantime, I look forward to talking with you again next week. If you'd like to schedule a consult with myself, you can visit my site, evanbrand.com. And I've mentioned on previous episodes, and I had her on the show, but if you're not familiar with her, Megan Gump, she's my nutritional therapist that I have on staff. She does the intro calls for me. That allows me to see new clients on Wednesdays and help many, many more people. So if you do schedule a 15-minute free intro call, you'll chat with Megan. She's great. I love her. And that's who you'll chat with. Now, if you just skip that and you just go straight to a new client one-hour call, you and I will chat directly and you'll skip the intro call. So just a couple options for us to help you out. All that's back at my site. You take good care. Bye-bye. He acts like it's all good, yeah, like everything's cool. Kiss a girl and I never leaves her. She doesn't have a clue that he's terrible blues. Why I'm in a tie, I got to watch out, girl. Don't want to see her by her eyes out, girl. Because I've been watching, you've been hurting. 